Hi, my name is Benjamin Wong, and welcome to Kid CEO, the podcast that inspires curious kids looking to start early in the world of business. This is Kid CEO. Many are calling the coronavirus crisis something the world has never been seen before. In reality, there have been many times throughout history just like this. In this episode, we're going to see how some of the world's greatest businessmen weathered the storm. Apple is arguably one of the largest businesses in history. It was founded by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak in 1976. Jobs was later asked to take leave after a disagreement in 1985. One year later, the 1986 stock market crash occurred. Though the real cause is still debated to this day, many blame the use of computer trading. When large investment firms began using algorithms or equations to trade, stocks were being rapidly sold and bought at the same time, causing the price to fluctuate or go up and down. Jobs had begun quickly losing money, and spent lots of the remaining on next-gen computers. But instead of remaining sad, he saw the crash as an opportunity. Star Wars creator George Lucas had begun an animation studio, and Jobs used his final $10 million to purchase it from him. He later renamed the studio Pixar. After making numerous deals with Disney, Steve eventually sold the company in 2006 for $7.4 billion. That's almost a 200% difference. Steve's purchase and sale helped create beloved movies such as Monsters, Inc., Up!, The Incredibles, and many more. When he saw everyone else losing all their money, Jobs only saw it as a way to make more money. His smart decisions would help him return to Apple and help create foundations for the tech giant it is today. Next, let's look at the current richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos. You've probably heard of Amazon, one of the largest retailers in the world. But it hasn't always been that way. In the dot-com bust of 2001, many internet companies lost all their value and went bankrupt. Investors saw an easy opportunity in these new companies. It seemed so easy to build a website and see the sales just start rolling in. Many went public and their prices skyrocketed. FOMO, or fear of missing out, contributed to a Nasdaq all-time high of 5,000 points. But many of these once-loved companies had no proven business strategy. After a while, investors started selling off. Amazon lost around 90% of its value. And very few websites survived. Victims of the crash include Pet.com, Webvan.com, and eToys, while companies such as Amazon, eBay, and Priceline came out better than ever. Even though this is not an episode on economics, Amazon perfected a term known as the cash conversion cycle. This is commonly used to measure the effect of management on a company's success. Simply put, if I use money to buy some product for my business, how many days will it take me to sell the product and make my money back? Currently, Macy's has a cash conversion rate of 71 days, and Walmart has a rate of 12 days. Can you guess the rate of Amazon following the bubble? 
only negative 24 days. Yes, negative 24 days. Amazon's unique method of paying for inventory after it had already been shipped and sold led to its widespread success and popularity. At its highest, market, Amazon's market cap almost hit $1 trillion, an accomplishment many corporations couldn't even dream of. The last corporate leader you'll look at today is the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, Elon Musk. The 2008 financial crisis was the latest major crash of the U.S. market, according to many economists. To make it all simple, banks were offering investors securities backed up by people's mortgages or home payments. When people started buying more homes, prices went up, so more and more investors committed to these securities. But everything that goes up must come down, and eventually the home prices crashed. Because the mortgages were not worth as much anymore, banks had to pay investors out of their own money to make up the difference. As banks ran out of money, they had to close down. So now on to how this all relates to Musk. Elon Musk was later quoted saying 2008 was the worst year of his life. After selling PayPal, he used all of his money to fund some of his many companies. He was faced with two options. He could close down a few, or just keep trying to make it work. He showed determination and said that he would succeed or die trying. This method of approaching a problem led to him getting a call late December from NASA, saying his company had won a $1.5 billion contract. Many investors and years later, Tesla and SpaceX are some of the largest companies in their sector and Musk is entirely changing the future of humanity. The businessman now has a net worth of approximately $34 billion. From all these examples, we can see how these famous businessmen use the problems around to push them forward. Many people today are scared of what is to become of crisis, and instead of taking advantage of the opportunity, are drowning in their own sorrow. We are living in a once-in-a-lifetime piece of history, so the question I have for you is how will you perceive of it? Will you spend it as an opportunity to catch up on some sleep, binge all of Netflix, or will you learn a new language or read a book? Closing up this episode, I wanted to leave you with one of my favorite quotes about investing, from who else than Warren Buffett. From the 1986 stock market crash, in a letter to shareholders, Warren Buffett said, Quote, be greedy when others are fearful, and fearful when others are greedy. Even though this quote is more than 34 years old, it is relevant as ever today as it was then. As I end this episode, I challenge you to make this crisis an opportunity, and something that you can positively reflect on in the future. And with that being said, see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Kid CEO is ready for you to listen every Sunday at 7 a.m. with a new and exciting idea. To stay up to date with all things Kid CEO, subscribe and follow our Instagram page at Kid CEO Podcast. This is Benjamin Wong signing off. Have a productive and innovative week.